I'm going to let you intro me everywhere I go. I'm just going to record that and you can just play it. It makes me sound very, very elegant. And welcome to Across the County. It's time for minutes of Hello Mungle right here on uh, Across the County because I'm at odds and I'm a little perplexed with my good friend, Matt Mungle of The Entertainment Answer. Go to theentertainmentanswer.com, mungleshow.com. Matt, how are you, my friend? Hi, I'm doing well. Happy near end of summer to you. Always fun to hang out. Always fun to hang out in the doldrums and the dog days of summer as it will. And looking at box office numbers right now, maybe you can, uh, I'm no mathematician, maybe you can help me make some sense of this. In the movie world, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 featuring Ethan Hunt and his IMF team. Uh, the AI conundrum was amazing in this movie. Worldwide has grossed $496 million. Nothing not too to shabby. Thought it would have been not higher, not shabby. too shabby. Now I'm turning over to Barbie, which I did see. Decent film. Matt, it's over $1 billion, with a B, dollars, almost at a million one. And how this movie, yes, nostalgia, yes, it was a cute story, did enjoy it. How this outshines Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1 is beyond me. Explain it to me, please, sir. We'll get to the numbers on Rotten Tomatoes and all that in just a bit. What say you? Uh, I think there's a few factors in this. For one, people go to the movies. A lot of people do not want to sit and watch a two-hour and 45-minute film. That's, that's, that's rule one. So you take a 90-minute to 145, less than two-hour film compared to 245. They're like, then you weigh in the fact that this is a series. Mission Impossible is a series that started in the 1990s. Everybody loves Tom Cruise. He saved summer last year with Top Gun Maverick. No question about it. This was a lot of fun in the theater. This was a great popcorn film. But I think the, the just greatness of how they promoted Barbie the amount of people that would see both films compared to one who would see only Barbie. There was a lot of people that saw both, like you, like me. There's a lot of people that had to choose one and would have chosen Barbie. Oppenheimer, the whole Oppenheimer thing that they did, the promotion behind that where they kind of just tricked everybody into saying, we're releasing this the same weekend. Greta Gerwig's going after the big dogs. Let's go see both. That was kind of a cool marketing ploy, I will admit. It was a great marketing ploy, and it got people to go, oh, I'm seeing Oppenheimer, I got to see Barbie. People who probably would never even have seen Barbie would have waited to stream it. They're like, oh, I got to see it. with I got to be part of that whole double feature thing. I got to be part of the social media trend. So you add all that together. Plus, everybody loves Greta Gerwig. Everybody loves Margot Robbie. Everybody loves Ryan I mean, she's perfect in that film. Her style, her acting is actually pretty amazing uh, the story was great i love the story a little bit too heavy on the male bashing but you know i'm going to cut it some slack but again one point you know one billion dollars i mean i'm turning matt to the rotten tomatoes right now decent score from barbie i mean the, the thermometer sits at 88 percent yeah audience score at 84 percent you bump over to mission impossible so i get it's a two hour and 43 minute movie it's long 96 percent so people are loving this movie that's from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. And then you got a 94% from the audience. I think the box office should be a lot higher given those numbers. What do you think? I don't. The box office is always going to go about what people are willing to go pay box office money to see. And again, it goes back to the convenience, the social media buzz, the, the film itself and who's in it. I mean, people, I think people are done. You go look at the last Tom Cruise Mission Impossible film, didn't probably do that great. And if this wasn't, 
promoted as the final part one of the final, if we didn't have that great motorcycle jump scene that everybody wanted to see on the big screen, I think it would have been even less. So I'm not surprised. I mean, I thought the marketing was fairly not as I I will admit the marketing was not as good. I mean, the marketing on Barbie was on point, so to speak. But the marketing for Mission Impossible wasn't bad. I mean, they did some pretty great marketing for this. I just expected it to be a little bit higher. I mean, I think it's already number seven, number eight at the box office. That, uh, I mean, it was released on July 12th. I would think it would still be in the top three. Yeah, you know, I, I wasn't really surprised. I just wasn't. I mean, I just feel like that because of, I mean, you look at the fact that I know this wasn't a summer film. It came out early April, but Mario is going to be the top film of the year box office wise i mean nobody barbie's not going to catch that even though it's in the billions it's not going to catch super mario that was an enjoyable movie by the way it was and again it had the family audience behind it there's a lot of other things going for that obviously but i'm not surprised i know you're super surprised that your mind's kind of blown i mean i guess i am because tom cruise just seems to put out one blockbuster after the next maverick was i believe just in my mind now it's my favorite movie of all time something that we have needed in this country just from a cinema standpoint in probably in the last couple of decades and I thought Mission Impossible, not as good as, as Maverick, don't get me wrong, but I thought it was at that level. And so that's where my disappointment comes in, Matt. No, you're absolutely right. This isn't taking away from Mission Impossible. What we're saying with Bar- what Barbie did does not take away from what Mission Impossible did. It was a great film. It was a fun film to see in the theater. A lot of action, good popcorn movie. Nothing and I, but, wrong. And I even think the bike, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I'd love your take on this. I think the bike scene launching off the cliff, this is no spoiler, by the way, Tons of stuff on the internet. His greatest stunt in Mission Impossible to date, it used to be for me, him scaling the Burj Khalifa. This takes the cake now. I mean, this thing is unreal. It is. It is unreal. I mean, we all were fascinated about him hiding off, hanging off the side of an airplane as it took off. That was cool. But yeah, this was, yeah, nobody will top this. This is just, this is him at his best. So all that's great. But, and you got to hear something else about Barbie that people don't realize. Box office is made of money. Most people saw Mission Impossible at IMAX. They saw Oppenheimer in IMAX. IMAX tickets are usually a third more than Barbie. So even though people were paying more money to see Mission Impossible at Oppenheimer, Barbie still, at a lower ticket price, made a billion dollars. Well, and do you think, I mean, and that's an excellent thing, too, because if you're going to go see a Mission Impossible movie or a movie like Oppenheimer, which I still need to see, by the way, can't wait to see that. Those are movies that you do want to see in IMAX, and maybe you haven't even gone around to it yet because of that IMAX ticket price. But you can say, hey, look, Barbie, standard ticket price, clock's in at 90 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to go see that. Yeah, absolutely. I I think the audience for a film like Barbie is is greater it's greater at the theater when you weigh in all of the elements of runtime of where you're going to take your kids if you're going to just spend the afternoon all of that is just better is it a better film no barbie's not a better film it's going to do better in award season because there's so many great things going for it and it was a fun pink pop culture phenomenon of a movie that we'll be talking about it in two years maybe maybe not I loved it. Like I said, I had a couple of quirks with it, but, you know, that's totally fine. You're never going to, I believe, totally enjoy a film. I mean, unless it's Maverick, which I did in every single way, every single second. Um, But before we leave, I would actually like to know here, we got about 60 seconds left, Matt. And by the way, go to the entertainmentanswer.com, mungleshow.com, and matt.mungle on Instagram. Follow all of his adventures there. What did you think of this Christopher McQuarrie-directed adventure, Mission Impossible Part 1 
of Dead Reckoning. I want to know just what drew you into this universe and if you're excited for part two. I am excited for part two. Again, I love this movie because of the action. This one had humor more than the other ones did. There were some funny moments in this one that we didn't get in some of the earlier Mission Impossible films. I thought it was directed perfectly. The choreography, the action, the character development. I'm, I'm, I'm amped for part two, and I loved part one. And so I'm excited that it's done what it's done. I will say this. I love that they actually pulled characters in. Again, this does not spoil anything, although you've had the time to see it from previous Mission Impossible films. And apparently they're doing the same thing for part two. I mean, you see Kidrich back from the very first Mission Impossible movie. That was a nice touch. It was a nice touch. It's, it's some great homages going on in this one. And I think they did a fantastic job. And I hope they're not looking at the numbers thinking they failed because they're second. They shouldn't. Well, and one thing I will say closing out here, Matt, uh, uh, I have a friend that texts me on the regular. Uh, hello, Chad Stewart, talking about how, you know, the numbers look disappointing. Mission Impossible has always been a film and a series that has long legs and it stays in the theaters, even if it's not, you know, in the top three. And it does still continuously make money. So this may be in the theaters for a bit. It might be. Barbie is, I mean, school's about to start back up. It has a lot of places. Barbie's going to taper off, and you're right. We could still see Mission Impossible in the theater for another four, six, eight weeks. Well, Matt Mungle, it's always a pleasure having you here on the show, Mr. Hello, Mungle. And uh, what can people find you on the socials? Everything is at theentertainmentanswer.com or follow me for reels, TikTok, and all that at Matt Mungle. Which, by the way, I highly recommend you follow those because uh, even as a uh, close texter of Matt Mungle, I love to check in on his little posts on Instagram. Uh, I don't have TikTok and be able to see what he's reviewing, what he's talking about. You're going to get so much from there if you happen to sign up and just become one of his, uh, I don't know what, Mungleites or, you know, whatever what you call them, Matt. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And always good to hang out. Always good to hang out. And uh, for all time, always. Always. Noah here and across the county, go to theentertainmentanswer.com and yeah, go see Mission Impossible. Decent film.